The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you what, who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious Hypnosis. Let's get some psychosis, psychosis. Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, hello, wrestling fans, and welcome to the WrestleCast. This is episode uh, something or other. I'm Sammy Kalunga, and with me, always, as always, is Don DeLorente. Hello, folks. And uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Mo Melter. Mo. Wow, I wasn't expecting this intro <laughs> at all. All right, so we're going to kick it back over to Don. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening to the WrestleCast and the RawCast specifically. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, here with Mr. Samuel Kalunga, returning as the RawCast correspondent yes. and my man, Mo, to the underscore Reese. But before we get into... The raw cast, we got to give a little bit of love to SmackDown Matters. Shout out to Miss J to the Max, Miss Didi Jonay during the holiday break. Give them a little bit of a, a break. So, uh, we'll just talk about the fire match that kicked off the night Street Profits versus Usos. They finally leaning all the way in. Um, we almost had to have a prayer circle around Montez Ford uh, at the end of this match, but uh, it was ended in a DQ because of Sam's favorite reason. Jay Uso <laughs> beating too much ass in the corner. Oh, that one. Okay, yeah. 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 Then after the match, Usos came back to get some retribution, and Montez Ford did a dive, and he was about half a rotation away from being drossed. But thankfully, he uh, he made it. Um, Roman, Paul, that saga continues. Uh, Caleb Bratson and Paul Heyman making fantastic. Oh, okay. okay. I, I, I didn't watch this. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Making fantastic TV with uh, Paul Heyman's phone going off, and uh, the ringtone is Brock Lesnar's entrance music. Uh, he's not—he's not trying to answer. See, it. see I, I thought that was his personal ringtone for him. That's what I thought. No, as Brock, he was. She was like, "You want to answer that?" And he was like, <laughs> "It's like, no, I'm not going to answer that." <laughs> yeah, but. Uh, the phone rings again, so he has to pick it up. When he picks it up, basically he's trying to like, you know, be like, "Hey, it's not a good time. I'm not really in private right now." But the person on the other end clearly doesn't care. Tells him that Paul needs to deliver a message. Paul says he'll deliver the message to Roman. So Paul walks away from Kayla. He bumps into a janitor, and he tells the janitor if he wants to take out the trash, start with Kayla. But the janitor <laughs> is Big E, and he is laughing at Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman looked like he wanted to go cry in the car. <laughs> he saw Biggie. He was like, God damn it, I have enough problems with problems. <laughs> now I need you popping up with this briefcase, giving me more stress. Right. Uh, Bianca Belair cut a fire promo on Becky Lynch. She came out there again trying to get her title match. She said, hey, be a fighting champion like Roman. Put your title up tonight. Becky was like, eh, you'll get your match. But nah, not tonight. Biggie was like, you know, she would never... 
um, you know, talked down on another woman to, you know, boost herself up. She was like, you know, she she had to fight hard to get her title shot back. That's what she did. Just a really good promo from Binky. I, I really like that a lot. Uh, what y'all think about uh, Becky calling her Esther? <laughs> wow, really? Yeah, like E-S-T, her. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I caught the joke. That was like... <laughs> Uh, Dolph Ziggler tried to dirty Matt Tony Storm and she was like nah fam I'm here for Rick Boogs the disrespect Rick Boogs and then Rick Boogs squashed Dolph Ziggler with the pump handle slam so that was pretty good um, Becky Lynch tells Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville that the match isn't happening tonight well that's fine with the both of them because the match will take place at Extreme Rules and they're going to have a contract signing this week at Madison Square Garden uh, but the real Visual to me was Sonya Deville black tie, Adam Pierce white tie, foreshadowing. I was wondering what what, what happened to uh, old uh, Tony uh, Betty Crocker uh, Storm. <laughs> yeah, she got moved up to SmackDown. She oh, wrestled okay. like two matches, and then they then had her. Yeah, I never saw her again after that. I was yeah. like, well, what happened to Tony? Storm? Yeah. What happened to Lemon Pie? Gator fans, nothing for you. So enjoy Caterman. Right. Uh, Seth Rollins has gone full maniacal and he started a Edge cosplay tour and he started it with uh, Cesaro he's doing the, the execution um, he uh, did the also the where he snapped off the bottom of the chair and put the metal bar in Cesaro's face with the cross face uh, Edge comes down there for the save though so um, uh, what they going to do <laughs> we've got Roman and Paul in the back uh, Paul's basically telling them about that phone conversation talking about hey we have a problem Brock Lesnar's going to be at Madison Square Garden Roman's like I don't have a problem you have a problem with Brock Lesnar um, you know he says Lesnar called him for the first time in a year and he's watching this show because Fox is really big in Saskatchewan. Roman wants to know. <laughs> Roman wants to know how Paul knows where Brock Lesnar is, uh, and then he's like questions. Well, you know, well, damn, he might even be here tonight. Paul is looking all types of panicked. Um, man, I don't like to disrespect Baron Corbin. Thought Mackenzie Mitchell was the valet when he pulled up this week. Um, so Edge and Seth Rollins are going to have another match this week, Madison Square Garden. Uh, they got, uh, which one is this, Jake Paul uh, coming in with Baron Corbin, so trying to make Baron Corbin. It's the other one, it's Logan. Oh, Logan Paul, excuse me. Yeah. Oh, Logan okay. Paul out here to try It doesn't to really matter, honestly. It's two Pauls. Yeah, obnoxious uh, with Baron Corbin, and they, uh, they beat down Kevin Owens um, this week. Uh, Carmella, <laughs> Carmella, more, more fuel to want to leave. I'm just saying, right? <laughs> Carmella out here, uh, doing her you know little teaser and Liv Morgan standing off to the side, just aghast. Uh, Dominic Mysterio, one step closer to turning on his daddy, loses again to Sami Zayn. This time, Rey Mysterio calls a distraction and lets Sami hit the hell of a loo. Um, Sonya Deville gonna get the, ta- the 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 taste slapped out of her mouth if she keep disrespecting. Oh, the, the disrespect! She, I, it's so annoying. I'm so like, she's a two time champion. Come on. Uh, so of course Naomi showed up last week. Sonya Deville was like, "Oh, I didn't know you were coming. Come find me next week. Holler at me next week, and and we'll see about getting you on the card." 
Well, Naomi hollers at her, and she's, like, too busy on the phone talking to her friend about everything they set up for Madison Square Garden next week. So, uh, we'll So, are we getting a uh, dark side of Naomi soon? Uh, we might be getting uh, come on over to the Bloodline version of Naomi. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's what I was talking about, like a heel version. Right, right. And then uh, Finn Balor, Roman Reigns, Universal title match. Great match. Finn Balor fought his ass off, but... Like everybody else, he's he succumbed to the guillotine choke. Roman wins clean, middle of the ring. Uh, Roman and Reigns, they go to leave. The lights flicker a little bit. Roman isn't sure what that was, but that's how we end the show. So could it be the summoning of the the, 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 the demon, or could it have been Brock's, you know, how Brock's uh, music, the lights flicker when he comes out? So some foreshadowing. I was thinking it's the demon. That's what I was. It's definitely the demon because that was some red. That was red like that flickered. Okay, so hopefully we'll get a yeah. Because what happened was the Usos came and jumped Finn before the bell started, so he came to the match, you know, already compromised. So he may be able to use that as an advantage to get a um, to get a a rematch. But uh, you know, strong episode of SmackDown as always thought that they put a lot of good stuff out there sorry for those of y'all who were looking for the twitter spaces it wasn't available um so sorry but listen i saw i saw i, I, I saw your, your dm today saying you got running spaces and i'm like i saw everybody been running anyway because i wasn't even home <laughs> yeah that makes two of us man you know out here trying to enjoy a little bit of outside and uh <laughs> yeah so but that was uh smackdown from this past week highlights definitely Bianca Belair Street Profits and Usos and the main event it's Tony Storm uh, well yeah Tony Storm oh, always, a, always a highlight it's always a highlight yes whether she's talking or wrestling whether she's walking away or coming towards you but either way <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now I'm about to turn it over to Mr. Samuel Kalunga alright so Monday Night Raw we're meeting live from COVID Florida Oh, yes. All right. So the show begins with promos from every Raw tag team involved in the tag team turmoil. This had a very old school feel to it. it made me think of think the old uh, the old '93 Raw intro was about to play, but no, it's the same one they've been using. Uh, Randy Orton and Riddle come down to cut a boring 20 minute promo. They talk about Bobby Lashley and MVP and how they couldn't compete with them. Riddle grabs the mic and talks a bunch of soda nonsense, munchies, ale, instruments. I thank the Lord above that Bobby Lashley came down to break this crap up. MVP Tunnel to shut his dumb ass up. Bobby bucks up to Randy, telling him to man up and face him like a man one on one. Randy says it's been 10 to 15 years since the two faced each other, and he will accept his challenge on the condition that Bobby's title will be on the line. So he just gives himself a title shot then. MVP cuts in and confirms with Bobby. MVP says they'll make the match at Extreme Rules. Bobby says he is a greedy SOB and he wants to be in the tag team's turmoil later. And then they knew they come down. And then, did my ears deceive me or did Xavier Woods bring up the fact that, like, Bobby Lashley never gave him a title shot? Uh, yeah, he did. Because <laughs> uh, I don't remember him never gave one, but I think he earned one. Storyline progression. <laughs> uh, yeah. What do you feel about the New Day Outsiders cosplay? Oh, you, see, okay, so Xavier had, like, um, the '96 Outsiders. Um, what um, Kofi had on like the Wolfpack gear, mm-hmm. Wolfpack era gear, and Kevin and Kevin Nash 
was thankful for the um the tribute. I'm not, I'm actually surprised that Kofi's legs uh, you know were able to stand the whole time. <laughs> All right, so Minnesota Vikings versus the New Day in the tag team turmoil match. New Day is pretty done a pretty good. New Day did a pretty good job hyping up the crowd. Uh, the Vikings get the upper hand on Kofi early, slamming him around and flattening him like a pancake. Kofi makes a comeback while he and Woods super kick Eric around. Kofi dives to the outside off a turnbuckle and is scooped up by the Raiders. They long dart him into Xavier as the show goes to break. Ivar does a springboard forearm on the Kofi, something I didn't know he could do. Ivar dives on the Woods from the turnbuckle and Woods kicks out. Kofi hits Toll in Paradise onto Ivar and Woods cradles Eric for the 1 2 3. So this is pretty much going to be like a recurring theme throughout the night. They beat up, uh, they get the heat on Woods and he uh, cradles or schoolboys the uh, the other guy. It's what did y'all think of that? It's a pretty good, it's a pretty good formula. I mean, this was the, the, the New Day hour right here. I mean, basically, you could just run through the next. You know, two matches because the New Day took over the whole first hour of the programming. I guess because uh, WWE heard about AEW's lack of black people on All Out. It's <laughs> like, okay, we'll give the New Day for you. Start off first hour. Somebody woke up Vince McMahon and, and, he, and his response was, he said, hey, what the, he said, what, what the hell's an Adam Cole? <laughs> he said, remember NXT champion? I- no. no. <laughs> he says, Does Michael have a brother? <laughs> right? He called Michael Cole. Tell him, Do you have a brother? Do you have a brother to Adam Cole? And Michael Cole's like, What? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're like, they're like, Cole went to AEW. He's like, Michael, what the fuck? <laughs> he's like, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still your, 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 your color guy on SmackDown. But since Cole's in AEW, yeah, Adam Cole, not me. <laughs> He's like, I'm still your laptop, Vince Daddy. <laughs> All right, Ginger Mahal and Veer versus the New Day. He turns from well. Woods and Kofi attack two men before they can get in the ring. Uh, Woods and Woods gets the three count early. Mahal is able to take a man. Shaky on the outside tries to go after a fallen Woods. Kofi appears in the giant Shaky, and he have a stare down. After commercial, Mahal and Veer are in complete control of the New Day. Who are still tired from their previous match. Kofi tags in and is a house of fire, taking out Mahal and Veer. Woods tags in and Kofi holds Mahal while Woods goes up top and delivers a double foot stomp to Mahal. And they, and they pin Mahal. At a, at a right. Moment. Shocking, shock, shock of day. <laughs> you see Lucha House Party versus a New Day. Again, the fight starts out in front of the ring. Lucha House Party, they, they take their little four minutes and they run with it. They really, they really, they really do showing out here. They're like, we hardly ever get on TV. We're always hanging out and catering. So let's go out here and, and do the damn thing. Uh, Lucha House Party do a double moonsault the New Day. Lucha House Party hits some tandem moves in the ring. Woods looks extremely exhausted. Uh, they cut him off from Kofi. Woods hits a super kick, tags in Kofi. Kofi hits a splash across Middle East back for a two count. Uh, I, I lost. I got lost, and I think somehow Woods got back in. Uh, Lucha House Party takes turns doing flips. Lucha House Party hits a double super kick. Middle League sets up Woods for some kind of move, but Woods is able to counter it and hold on for a three count. <clears throat> okay, T-Bar and Mace versus the New Day. After the break, Mace has Woods in the ring, and he's pounding away at him. Mace spends most of the early going just torturing Woods. Woods makes a comeback and drops kicks Mace from the second turnbuckle. T-Bar tags in and stops Woods in his tracks. 
The winning words risk by putting them in random random holes makes backhands Kofi on the apron, making it impossible for Woods to tag out. T-Bar comes over and rams Kofi into the barricades. T-Bar tags in and Woods rolls him up and pins him. After the match, T-Bar and Mace destroy New Day and leave them lame. And so Mustafa Ali and Mansoor versus the New Day. Ali is trying to hold Mansoor back, who wants to go in and help. Uh, he stops him from making a fool of himself. But uh, Mansoor doesn't heed his warning. He just hops in, and he gets his ass kicked. <laughs> and uh, Mustafa Ali is like, damn it, I gotta go save this. <laughs> like, damn it, boy, I done told you. <laughs> Like a uh, like, call uh, from yeah. like Colin Foghorn on the uh, <laughs> Looney Tunes jump. <laughs> Ali calls for Mansoor to get out. Ali gets in the ring and gets squashed as well. T-Bar and Mace throw both men out. Mace and T-Bar follow them and continue beating their former mentor and his little buddy. Uh, so the villain and Adam Pierce come out and get WWE officials to get rid of Mace and T-Bar. After commercial, Sonya Deville announces that they're going to let both teams rest and re... Does not defeat the purpose of the tag teams for a world match? Well, the, it was like stopping the Royal Rumble in the middle of it. Well, with the beating <laughs> that those two teams took unofficially before the bell could start, I mean, it's only fair. Okay, but in the Royal Rumble, when someone gets eliminated and goes back in and whoops someone's ass, they don't stop the match because he whooped on his ass whooped. They don't. If they get eliminated, well, they don't, get eliminated. Go, don't go give them ideas, bro, okay? They already do that. They already <laughs> no, do that. no, like the whole stopping the Royal Rumble in the middle of the show. Oh, hell no. He's like, don't do that. He's <laughs> like, oh, that's a great idea. It's a great idea, pal. Vince listened to the one night he listened to the podcast. <laughs> Put that in for the 2022 Royal Rumble. Don't want to see it coming. Let's uh, see. Uh, uh, Drew McIntyre. This was a very good match. What did y'all think of this? Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. I don't like this. Two big meaty men bumping meat. It's a big E special. <laughs> The match begins and the two big bulls go right after each other. Look, well, we're best friends, so they know they work to work together a lot. So uh, they're locking up and pushing off. The two struggle to get an upper hand on each other, trading chops and headlocks. Uh, Damien Priest looks out of the back, watching TV the way no human earth, no human on earth would. And Drew gives Sheamus a taste of his own medicine when he grabs him from the apron and rains fists upon Sheamus' chest. Sheamus pushes off and goes up the top and hits a forearm to the face to the outside. Uh, back in the ring, Drew gets a hold of Sheamus and hits him with a spine buster for a two count. The old uh, Ron Simmons special. Uh, Drew tries to go up top, but Sheamus stops him, climbs to the second turnbuckle, and goes for a superplex. But Drew fights him off and wants to suplex Sheamus to the outside. They slug away at each other, and Sheamus eventually gets a superplex on Drew. After commercial, the two men are fighting out in the ring, trading blows and whips it, whips off the ropes with chops and forearms. Sheamus and Drew make it to the top rope, and Drew connects with the belly-to-belly suplex inside for a two-count. Drew tries to give Sheamus a Glasgow kiss, but Sheamus' face mask blocks it. What a moron. <laughs> well, that's the he really thought that was going to work? That's the reason why yep. he did what he did later. Oh, and boy, when he got frustrated, and <laughs> see, Sheamus hits him with an Alabama slam for a two-count. Sheamus mocking Drew does a countdown to a punt, but Drew comes al- I mean, to the Claymore, but Drew comes alive and clotheslines him in the it's a future <clears throat> future shot DDT for a two count. Drew sets up for a clean war. Sheamus blocks it. But the Drew hooks a Kimura lock, but Sheamus reaches the ropes. Drew does an arm ringer on Sheamus, goes to the top rope and tries to hit a forearm, but Sheamus evades. Sheamus turns around and hits a broke kick for a two count. Sheamus gets a core relief, but Drew cradles him for a two count. 
Drew hits the white noise. Sheamus' signature move and gets a two count. Drew removes Sheamus' face mask. Sheamus panics. Drew boots him in the face. Drew tries to reclaim more, but Sheamus evades and rolls Drew up, holding the tights, and Sheamus is your winner by cheating. Uh, after the match, Sheamus is celebrating Drew's holding the match. Sheamus asks for it back, and Drew does give it to him, but over across the face. Uh, Drew does a countdown and hits a claymore. So is is he going heel, or is he just moving on to SmackDown or something? No, I think he was just getting his, because uh, he got beat semi-clean. He was just getting his baby face-ish back, but that's weird, because that's not what yeah, baby we don't, faces do. That was kind of weird. Maybe Priest is in the back watching TV the wrong way and laughing. Maybe robot number three asks him for his thoughts. Damien says, now that was a fight. Uh, and he loves squaring up against these dudes, and he's going to enjoy it. And he knows something Sheamus doesn't know, and he's going to enjoy that. Okay, Nikki asks, and Rhea are backstage with another interview robot. They say nothing at all. The robot asks about their unlikely pairing. They're basically doing RK Bro, right? Uh, maybe maybe uh, Hurricane and The Rock. Oh, God, why'd you remind me of that? So Rhea says she likes Nikki Ass because she's scrappy and a fighter. And in the same interview, Robot asks Charlotte how she's going to bounce back from last week's loss, since Charlotte isn't phased. Okay, Nikki Ass and Rhea Ripley versus Tamina and Natalia. Nikki goes after Tamina, but Tamina shoves her off. Nikki tries to lock up with her, but Tamina shoves her off again. Silliness occurs. They do a spot where Rhea throws Nikki onto Tamina. Rhea and Tamina go at it. More silliness when Rhea airplane spins Nikki onto Natalia. I absolutely give up after that. Uh, Nikki asks and Rhea got the got the victory. Uh, what did you think of that? Um, these tag team women's championships are just uh, no bueno, man. Because if you're gonna win them and then lose every match until the championship match, well, that's that's the thing. They've lost four non-title matches and haven't defended them once. Okay. <laughs> So I think they might just make it a triple threat at the Extreme Rules, maybe. I don't know. Oh, that's original. Unless they're trying to, you know, wait until Natty is, like, actually healed and then... Oh, right. Because, yeah, she's still coming off that badly sprained ankle. What's the forearm? Oh, I know it's a forearm. Okay. No, it was her ankle at first. Now, it may be a forearm, but I know it was her ankle a couple of weeks ago when she wrestled uh, Dewdrop. Uh, did you guys check out Moist TV? Because I didn't. Uh, it was on in the background. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe he was just talking to him, saying, you know, he's going to put his lights, put his, put, turn his lights out, whatever he's saying. Okay. And Morrison was like, you know, Morrison trying to play it off, you know, trying to say, oh, you know, you know, I've been here for, it has been this for two decades, blah blah blah. blah. It was just some random talk because we knew what was going to happen later on. All right, Don, you'll get a kick out of this. John Morrison versus Lord Humongous. <laughs> uh, so, you, you, are you a big fan of that uh, that that outfit? It looks silly. <laughs> looks like demolition. Twenty demolition mixed with some BDSM type thing. I don't know. Maybe he's into that. Some people say that uh, you know Scarlet does things to him. In their bedroom, that <laughs> requires him to wear that guard. It requires him to, so he's just he's just going straight from the bedroom to the arena. Okay. <laughs> okay. Morrison tries to forearm and kick at Cross, but Cross gets the upper hand and mounts him, and forearm strikes the hell out of him. 
uh, Cross locks a submission move, but Morrison reaches the ropes. He shoots him with a drip stick, which is really stupid. And, of course, pisses off Cross. That's when she gets real and Cross turns into a new one, suplexing him off the top turnbuckle onto the outside. He locks on his cross jacket, and that is the end for Morrison. Okay, interview robot interviews Nia Jax. She talks about Charlotte, and tonight she's going to walk out of COVID Florida as the Raw Women's, Raw Women's Champion. <coughs> Nia Jax versus Charlotte Flair, Raw Women's Championship. Before the match, Sheena grabs a mic and says she's not sure about her if her partner has what it takes to beat Charlotte twice in a row, but she does. Uh, Naya is befuddled, uh, and she asks, will Naya become champion or will she choke? Uh, Charlotte uses this, this distraction to her advantage and goes after Naya. The two stare each other down. Charlotte starts screaming about her pulling her hair last week. Hops out of the ring, struts around, gives her the cross, the, the cross chop. Did you notice that? Yeah, like... Four or five times. <laughs> right. Uh, she struts around, tells Naya to kiss her ass before grabbing her belt and starting to leave. Sheena gets in her face. Naya grabs her by the hair, tries to talk. It seems like they tried to replicate what they did last week, but it just didn't work. Uh, they had a little moment of spiciness. I, I think yeah, what it, it was. as legit as what? No, last week was just miscommunication. Everybody says it was a shoot. It looked more like miscommunication to me. Like, they just, like, weren't clicking for a minute. Well, after she dropped her ass, yeah. Yeah, she, she tried to suplex her and they just let her go. <laughs> well, it looks like they were trying to recreate that, but, like, not with the same sincerity. And it was just, like, really, it doesn't look really bad. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Naya grabs her by the hair, tries to toss her in the ring. Charlotte gets the better of the exchange and gets in the ring herself. Naya has a clothesline, goes for a German, but Charlotte fights her off. Naya tries for a side slam. Charlotte counters and quits her from behind. Naya tries to suplex Charlotte off the second turnbuckle, but Charlotte counters into a powerbomb for a two-count. Now, after commercial, Charlotte misses a moonsault of the Naya, but Naya sells it anyway. I mean, she got her by the, on the arm, but that didn't look good. She gets everybody uh, on the arm, dude. But it was just like, okay, but then they're selling it like they just they just fucking died or something. Uh, Shayna goes to close on Charlotte, but Charlotte moves, and Shayna almost hits Naya. Back in the ring, Naya gets the upper hand. Sheena gets on the apron and jaw jacks with Naya. Uh, Charlotte hits a natural selection out of nowhere for the pinfall victory. Uh, Sheena is smiling on the outside as Naya turns to look at her. Sheena just leaves. She hit a supernatural selection off the ropes. <laughs> right. So, like, have they been teasing dissension lately? I haven't really been paying attention that much. Yeah, they've been. I, mean, I know they've been doing it from the very beginning, but right. they were getting along for a minute, weren't they? Yeah, sort of. <laughs> They've been ramping it up here the last, like, couple of weeks. Okay, so Alexa Bliss appears on the Tron. She invites Charlotte onto her playground. Uh, Charlotte is having none of this bullshit. You can tell she was not happy with this. Uh, Charlotte Hello. Not in- yeah, not interested in her mind games. Alexa says if Charlotte isn't coming to her, then she'll just have to bring the playground to Charlotte. Now, the lights flicker, and Alexa appears right behind Charlotte. Charlotte asks Alexa what she wants, and Alexa points to the title. Charlotte agrees, but says that this ring is not Alexa's playground, it's it's Charlotte's. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Charlotte looks like she's just participating, but isn't an active participant. Yeah, I'm just here. Horse shit. I'm gonna get fined. <laughs> right. She's like, when does my contract end? I'm gonna go join my daddy. <laughs> listen, listen, I, I wanna go join my fiancé over at- Right, like my fiancé <laughs> and my father are over there. 
I'm going to tell you this. Tony Khan going to have to turn into, like, Ted Turner or something because, man, he ain't going to be able to afford everybody who wants to come show up right. eventually. I mean, he – there were actually I – was, I, was, I was listening today and I heard that, like, they actually wanted to get the final countdown for Brian's entrance music, but uh, Europe wants a bit too much for uh, what Tony is willing to pay. Yeah, he's not opposed to buying the music. Yeah, they, they just wanted like some outrageous fee. Right. Okay, so uh, let's see. Akira Tozawa versus Reggie, twenty-four-seven championship. This spot is sponsored by Pizza Hut. You know, you know, how we know because commentary made a made a made a point to let us know that uh, Tozawa wants a hot and fresh twenty-four-seven championship delivered to him. So I really didn't care about this. Did either one of you? Uh, Reggie retained with the. Uh... You know. I, I know. I noticed that Jeff Hardy is now. Joining said, the, uh, oh, they was up. People was upset about that. <laughs> has now joined the drama. He's a white towel. We know who that is, and it was not too thrilled about that. <laughs> and for some odd reason, Drake Maverick showed up for the festivities. Yeah, just the walked out like in the way. Our truth was like, get out of the way, dog. But say hi, hi <laughs> to your wife for me, though. I, I did like though his headlid blind last week. When they were on the swing ground, he's like, I don't mess with spiders. When he saw that big spider thing. Right. That was funny. Let's <laughs> see. Uh, Dean Drop interviewed about Eva Marie. She's challenging to her to a match. Uh, New Day versus Ali and Mansoor tie team turmoil. Uh, Kofi and Mansoor start out. They do a spot, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Woods rolls up Mansoor for a two count. Uh, more stuff. Ali sh- Oh, yeah. So uh, his back is still messed up from earlier. Mansoor shows mercy. Which is really stupid, by the way, because isn't your point to hurt your opponent? Mansoor is uh, learning. That's why Ali is his mentor. He's still, okay. you know. So he still doesn't realize the most basic thing in wrestling is to go after your opponent's weak weaknesses. That's why That's why he has a mentor, sir. <laughs> uh, Ali shouts at Mansoor to stay on him, then he slaps him, tagging himself in. Ali goes to work on Woods. Woods makes a comeback head, burning Ali and tags in Kofi, cross-burning Ali and knocking off Mansoor. Uh, goes for Trouble in Paradise, but Ali gets a super kick. Ali tries a 450 splash, but misses. Kofi hits the Trouble in Paradise, tags in Woods. Woods gets the victory after hitting a macho man elbow drop onto Ali. Uh, New Day versus AJ Styles and Tall Bruce Leroy. <laughs> after commercial, Styles is working over Woods, cuts him off, and keeps him from tagging out. Styles tags in Tall Bruce Leroy. He works over Woods before tagging Styles back in. Woods goes for the ropes, but Styles cuts him off. Woods rolls up Styles, but gets a tooth down only. Tall Bruce Leroy tags in, but Woods tags in, tags Kofi, and Kofi flies at Tall Bruce Leroy, but Tall Bruce Leroy smacks him down with a thunderous chop. Uh, after commercial, Styles is back in the ring against Kofi. They continue to go back and forth. Kofi is trolling Paradise, goes for a pin. Tall Bruce Leroy breaks it up. Woods goes after him, but Tall Bruce Leroy gets him and takes care of Kofi. Setting up Styles for the Styles Clash. I'm Kofi for the one, two, three. AJ Styles and Tall Bruce Leroy eliminate the New Day. It was a good run by a New Day. It's good. <laughs> uh, Bobby Lashley and MVP versus AJ Styles and Tall Bruce Leroy. The crowd in COVID Florida begins to chant for their hometown hero MVP. And then he tags out. Did you notice that? <laughs> yeah, because he got a bad knee. Well, I wish someone Why is he even there? So Bobby begins the match manhandling AJ Styles. Styles tags in Tall Bruce Leroy. Bobby and Tall Bruce Leroy have a stare down. The crowd is hyped 
the, like the crowd was actually hyped for this. They go for a Texas string. Bobby cheats and kicks him. Uh, let's see. Uh, he completely overpowered him by first throwing shoulders at Tall Bruce Leroy in the corner. In the corner. Tall Bruce Leroy reverses. Uh, where am I? Reverses Bobby suplex. What the fuck? Okay. Uh, Bobby tries to recover the ropes. Tall Bruce Leroy boots him over the top rope. Lands at Randy's feet and the two stare at each other. Styles does a crossbody onto both men off the announce table. Tall Bruce Leroy tosses Riddle into the barricade. Well, MVP yeah, tries to go after AJ. But AJ puts him down. Just, just as Tall Bruce Leroy is about to... I don't know if you guys caught this. But as he's about to throw him into the announce table, you can hear him go, Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, AJ sees a weakened Bobby in the ring and tries for the phenomenal forearm. Bobby ducks. It's a six spear for the one, two, three. And that was pretty cool. Although tall Bruce Leroy needs a lot of work, like uh, he is, the, the, he is a a bit. Um, he's a jolly green giant. You can say it. He, he, he needs a, he needs to calm down because he's gonna hurt somebody. Uh, like I think when he gave when he gave uh, Bobby that uh, when he gave he gave Bobby that uh, choke slam that looked pretty horrible. Uh, the crowd was into though Bobby Lashley almost though, so Vince might have, you know, Vince might have a little something there if he can get him up to speed. Yeah, possibly if if he doesn't kill someone. You can see here, but no, uh, I mean that that was pretty good. I I enjoyed that episode of Monday Night Raw except for the goofiness, but sometimes you need a little goofiness. Hey man, you came in on a halfway decent episode. You've been gone the last. Oh no, I've been wa- I've been wa- I've been wa- I've been watched all of them, but I know that like there've been some stinkers in there. <laughs> some, it's been a lot. <laughs> just right, so yeah, that, that's about it for that. Just to let everybody know, this is the Raw cast. We're here with Samuel Kalunga, who just gave you the Monday Night Raw report. We're about to turn it over to my man Mo to the underscore Reese for the Mo Melson news report. But before that, just like to thank everybody for using the hashtag Rawcast. You can always share a commentary with color with us each and every Monday night inside the hashtag in the Twitter spaces. Also check out the Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash CSPN media to get exclusive content only found when you become a patron and you subscribe. For the content. All right, Mo. Hey, 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 Don. Yes, sir. It, it, it looks like this thing wants to kick me or something. It wants to what? Kick me out. It shouldn't. It says it look like call call in, in the lower right hand corner. Yeah, your call ends in four minutes. Free group calls have a limit of one hour. Oh, okay. So I don't know if it's going to do it to everybody or just me. Oh, it might, it's be, in the might be doing it to everybody. Okay, just just give me a heads up. That's what's happening. Oh, okay. Thank you, sir. I may have to upgrade uh, my thing uh, here. I don't know if it'll knock everybody out, but uh, we'll see. All right, Mo. Go ahead, and uh, if something happens, we'll just recover it the best we can. All right. So, well, basically, the main thing that happened over the weekend that has everyone um, going Google Gaga is AEW had that all out pay-per-view. Um, I wrote, I talked about, about my thoughts on it on my blog. So uh, stumblingrummers.com if you want to go repeat that. Uh, the main thing is um, along with CM Punk joining the, the, the field, you got Adam Cole, who pops up with um, 
with the elite beat the elite. <laughs> and, you know, they're back together, seances and shit like that. Um, so then, you know, Kenny Omega is ready to do his send off to send everybody home. And then all of a sudden, Fight of Valkyrie plays. And out comes Brian Danielson. Not, not the final countdown like I wanted. Right. A lot of people want a final countdown, but they were saying it was too much money. So, Well, also, like, there, uh, I've heard people say that, like, it's too it, long. It, take, it takes forever to get to the part where everybody, right. you know, pops. I would just say, cue it up and just be like, hey, right. you up to the part that y'all want where the beat drops, and let's just go. <laughs> and it wouldn't make sense for the heels to just be standing there like, like goofs. Right. So, um, he comes out there, you know, and it's a a standoff between Danielson, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Christian Cage. And they fought off um, Omega, the Young Bucks, Adam Cole, and I think the Good Brothers got some got their ass kicked too. Um, what, was, what was interesting about this was that I thought, you know, Nick Jackson <laughs> took the running knee from Daniel Bryan. And I was like, where's Brandon Cutler? Oh, Brandon Cutler's probably getting ready for being, being the elite. So, <laughs> so he, they had to have all that stuff uploaded by. Um, oh, yeah, he is the executive producer, ain't he? He's yeah, the main so, editor and everything. He couldn't take the um, take the bumps in this one. <laughs> he was sitting there uh, putting files together in his little on his device. Yeah, so he was like, oh, um, He's like, yeah, so y'all want this up tomorrow. Somebody else would have take them. <laughs> well, someone else needs to take that knee, not me. And it was Nick Jackson. He took it and boom. Um, like I said, it was a good pay-per-view overall. Um, probably the best one for AEW with everything that went on. Um, Man, you got people out here talking about top three pay-per-views ever. As good as WrestleMania 17. Oh, hell no. It's like, man, y'all, <laughs> y'all haven't seen a good pay-per-view in so long. Y'all out here just doing the most. Uh, but you you forgot the, the biggest surprise, though. Oh, all right. oh Suzuki. Suzuki. Yes, yeah, the king. The king. John Mosley looked like he's seen a ghost. I, I was so happy. a ghost. <laughs> Dude, no, what, what surprises me or what kind of annoyed me is how um, all the blogs and all the podcasts and stuff are talking about how surprised they are that the American audience know, knew the song, which if you've ever been to like an ROA show that he's been featured in, or like even like the MSG show that I was at, people know that song. Yeah, man. Like that's not a that's not a surprise. Especially that particular crowd. Now the WWE crowd. Probably. Oh, the WWE crowd would be like, who the fuck is that? Yeah, but this particular uh, crowd of smarts. You know they know the song, and I even though when you heard it on for some reason when they showed it on New Japan World the uh, Darwich New Japan show mm-hmm. they edited that song out. Yeah, because they don't New uh, New Japan World ain't paying for no rights. Yeah, that's why we're, that's why they were talking about like uh, if CM Punk ever does a a New Japan show there, you ain't hearing quote the personality. Yeah, you ain't hearing quote personality. Nope. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey, what? Hey, for what? No. Cause like a, because like when I was watching that show, my friend texted me. He's like, "Are they playing that song?" Because I can hear the crowd singing to it, but I don't hear the song. I was like, "Oh yeah, that's what it is." 
Yeah. So Casa Nire is going to be uh, Cincinnati. Yep. Wednesday night, tomorrow night, as we record this, they're going to be. Oh, yeah. Also, um, Ruby, Soho, Ruby Soho made her debut as well. Right, 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 right. The power behind her. Yep. She, if you uh, ever. If you ever want to, if any listeners out there want like just like a refresher on Minoru Suzuki, just uh, look up uh, a video on YouTube called uh, "Oh, it's called uh, Minoru Suzuki is a is a statistic SOB." That's all you need. <laughs> yeah, there is no way in the world uh, which is going to happen on uh, when they face the rest of this match. There's no way in the world I would let Minoru Suzuki hit me in the face without having my hands up. <laughs> no way. Did you ever see that video of like how he basically beat up Oscar like she was a man? Oh no, that was pretty. I had to stop it because it was it was really bad. Yeah, I can imagine. Like he did not give give two fucks about her being a woman. Did you see the one where him and Okada wrestled in the rain? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty wow. dope. That's like a video game almost. But yeah, man, AEW definitely uh, mo to the underscore Reese. Uh, they they closed the gap this weekend. Yeah, um, yeah. So they definitely did. Um, they definitely did do that. So um, other other news going on. Uh, looks like Kevin Owens is spewing AEW rumors and speculation as he deleted his Mount Rushmore tweet. Oh yeah. So I remember it's it's an old video of y'all if y'all it, it, it's out there it's it's on Reddit I saw it. someone posted it earlier oh okay um because he calls the the young bucks good Christian boys and you know everything. no because because he's because he's cursing loudly he's, yeah, he's cursing up a storm and he's like oh they don't oh yeah and like Adam Cole is like oh like you might have a problem he's like oh yeah they're they're good Christian boys they don't they don't they don't uh you don't see that shit or something. Yeah, so so that's because it came out that his um, contract is actually up in 2022. Like the beginning of 20, the, the, like January? It's January 2022. Okay. Well, so I, don't know, I don't know if that's January 1st or January 31st, so. Okay. <laughs> He's going to go out there and try to get arrested so he can get, he can get his contract voided. <laughs> no, he probably, if, well, if, if he go, he, if he's smart, he'll do what Moxley and FTR did. They shows you what to do. Just don't renew that joint. Daniel no, he'll, he'll 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 pull a Selena Vega talk about unionization. <laughs> go ahead yeah. and get released earlier. Then he, yeah, then, yeah. They they need he need to look over his contract. He might still be under that NXT deal. Like uh, Malachi Black only had thirty days and not ninety. That, that's still interesting. They said the, um, the contract was um, restructured because of the pandemic. So, oh, word. Yeah. Well, he. That's still he interesting. What happened? Uh, that's still interesting. What happened to Zelina? It was on Twitter when she tweeted that, and like the next tweet that I saw on my timeline, Zelina Vega's been released. Oh. The, <laughs> the next one on the timeline. Um. So, um, like I said, Ruby Soho made her debut, and she'll be wrestling. Under Rosa. No, I, I wish, but she. Oh, no, uh, Britt Baker, sorry. No, yeah. um, she wishes Jamie Hayter. Oh, really? Oh, Wednesday? Yeah. So she's... On Wednesday? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah tomorrow. Did. Yeah, we'll give the full rundown on the. Oh, I thought their match was coming up, like. 
on the dark match. Like right or right away. On the Patreon page, me and Miss Simi will have a full rundown of the card and talk about it. Uh, Lucha Brothers, Young Bucks. You, a lot of people talking about match of the year for that particular match. Yeah, I still, I'm still like, yeah, on the um, on Young Bucks, the American versions of them because I really didn't have to see them when it was when I was watching them on Japan. I had to see them as much, so I was like, I was cool with them, but. Now that you see you hear about them every week, I'm like, eh, whatever. Yeah, like that match was more Lucha Brothers than Fox. Pretty Except much. For like those, the brutal the brutality that they the thing with the shoe and everything, that that was kinda like kinda gimmicky in a way. But I mean the books are just kinda I mean, it's kinda like Cornet says, they're kinda spot monkeys, but they're they're alright. Miro But but that match was that match was all that match was all Lucha. Miro and Eddie Kingston had a good hard hitting opening match first match on the card eddie kingston big fan favorite right now people are just salivating for him to win the tnt title but oh, yeah. they, didn't, they didn't pull that trigger quite yet so we'll see where that goes yeah i've been, I've been watching him since like um he was like one of like the first shikara students mm. like he was like uh what was his name cracking he was one of cracking bush's first students and uh yeah i saw him in those early days he, he was he was impressive he was impressive then uh, my favorite match of his though will be like at the 2009 match he had against Claudio. That was a really good. That was probably my favorite match of his. What do I feel? So you guys should have looked that up. Mo, uh, you want to get? You want to talk about uh, Mick Foley, or you want to talk about more about All Out Fallout? So basically, Mick Foley um, sent out a tweet. Hold on, let me get off of this Nick Junior tweet. Um, I thought she was about to say, "Let me get off something else." Like, no, <laughs> because um, the guy from the, um, the Steve, he um was sent out uh, um did a video saying he was proud of everyone, you know, people growing up and doing families and things like that, and got you know, got you know everybody who was watching around that time in their feelings and everything. Oh, okay, I got you. Also, Samantha Irvin liked my tweet when I tweeted you about the um about her picture. Okay. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey a, a heart is much better than a block. <laughs> you know, well, see, this is this is why we be beefing because Naomi says hi, by the way. <laughs> and here he comes. And here he comes for the follow up. <laughs> um. So yeah, Nick Foley, Mick Foley, rather, um, tweeted. I can't even find a tweet now. I can't even find a tweet. Like, um, I retweeted it. I thought I was looking for it. I had it. Um, you sent it to me in the DM. In, in the DM. Oh, that's why. That's why I sent it back. I, I don't know why I thought I sent it. Um, in a regular tweet. So Mick Foley says WWE is no longer the place for talents to aspire to. Part of it is because AEW is doing a great job of attracting great talent. Uh, proven talent, creating storylines, but part of the problem is um, part of it is a problem of making your own, of your own making. I think the younger talents see the way that development characters are cut or left by the wayside or by the um, the way of carrying cross greatly watered down or even made a joke of when they make their debuts on the main roster. It's not broke, don't fix it. If I was inspiring talent now, I'm not sure that I would trust WWE Creative. Um, I would trust WWE Creative would do the right thing with my career. 
until that changes, WWE not a problem. And that was on Facebook. Um, that was a minute and like a half, and he calmly and succinctly uh, laid out everything that's wrong with WWE currently. Everybody is like, you know, people saying, you know, oh, you know, you shouldn't be this way because you are um, a veteran and blah, 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 blah. And he had even said that he was, and Big Pat even said, like, you know, what they did with me in that time, you know, it was a different time. And I'm like, that's totally true. But Big Foley was already an established talent when he came to the WWE. Mm-hmm. At the time, he was already established around the world. We already knew it was Cactus Jack. You know, you know uh, Vince didn't want to sign him. It was Big Ross who talked him into it. And then he finally, like, I guess he caught, he finally saw what it was that he possessed and just decided to go with it. So. But I wanted to, like, real quick, just take a look at AEW's roster. <clears throat> and what I wanted to do was to say who would be, I was going to read off the men's side and probably the women's side, but I was on the men's side, who would be your top, like, who would you say would be in your top, what, what, what does that say, top 15? Yeah. So I was going to read off and just say, you can say yay or nay. Um, like, first one is Aaron Solo of the Factory. The top 15, like, heel or babyface? Uh, yeah. Uh, nay. Adam Cole? Yay. Um, Adam Page? Oh, yay, yay. Alan Angels, number five of the Dark Order? Nay. <laughs> Alex Reynolds of the Dark Order? Nay. You got the whole roster? Yes. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to go with real quick. Andrade <laughs> out, out, out Idolo. I, uh, I don't know yet about him. Too soon to tell. I like him. I like him. Too soon to tell. Right. I only got 15. I can't. And you got the whole roster, so. Hey, got to see you had to, to break some hearts. Um, Angelico of Hybrid 2. No. No. Anthony Bowens of the Acclaim. No. Anthony Agogo. Yay. Really? Man, Agogo's a player. They just ain't. They just ain't. Well, one, travel restrictions for real. And two, the eye surgery thing. But, okay. Yeah, he should. he should definitely be in the mix. Austin Gunn? Negative. Brandon <laughs> Cutler? Negative. Oh, hell no. Brian Cage? If you had five more spots, I, yes, I, I but think, not 15. I think, his, I think his time is up already. I think he's, I think he's done. Because like, he's, been, he's been around the circuit for a long time. I don't, just don't think he has anything left. He hasn't shown nothing in AEW so far, from what I've seen. All right. Brian Pillman Jr.? Negative, not yet. Really? Nah, not yet. Brian Danielson? Yay. Who? Who the fuck is that? <laughs> hey, this guy apparently had a pretty big career in the Indies. You know? Well, yeah, like he was an ROH and then I never saw him again. I mean, he looks just like that Daniel Bryan guy from WWE, though. Yeah. Team Hell, he team Hell No and all that. <laughs> um, Cash Wheeler? Oh, uh, negative. Wow. Well, just because you only got 15. 
I mean, I mean, okay, all right. Chris Jericho. Yes. Kristen Cage. No. Christopher Daniels. No. Chuck Taylor. He's still around. Uh, yeah. Chuck Taylor. No. Yeah, Christopher Daniels is still around, but he does like backstage stuff mainly. Oh, okay. Um, CM Punk. Yay. Cody. Yeah. Well, Cody yeah. Um, Cole Cabana. Negative. Colton, Colton Gun. Negative. Dante Martin. I want to hear this one. Like I said, if you had 20 or 25 slots, yes. But if you got 15, no. Darby Allen. Yes. Darius Martin. No. Dax Harwood. No. Dustin Rhodes. No. Eddie Kingston. Just misses it. Wow. Ethan Page. No. <laughs> Evil Uno. No. Frankie Kazarian. No. Um, Fuego Del Sol. No. Riff Garrison. No. Isaiah Cassidy. No. Damn. Jack Evans. No. Jake Hager. No. Jeff Parker. Who? 2.0 Jeff oh, Parker. No, no, no. I didn't I don't know their <laughs> real name, sorry. Um Joey Janella. No. John Silver. No. John Moxley. Yes. Jungle Boy. Yes. What number are we up to now? You mean Gowton? Jesus no. You mean Gowton? I don't hear more no's. He's just letting let you go. Hold on, we got two. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, uh, where? Eight. I got eight, so I got seven more slots. All right. Yeah. No, actually nine because I'm boxing. Okay, so I got six. Oh, actually ten. Actually, ten because Jungle Boy. Oh, I got five um, more spots. Okay. Uh, oh god. Here we go. Omega, Kenny Omega. Yeah. That's eleven. Kip Saban. No. Lance Archer. No. Lee Johnson. No. Luchasaurus. Yes. That's twelve. Um. Marco Stunt. No. Mark Quinn. No. Matt Hardy. No. Matt Jackson. Uh, no. Matt Lee. No. Uh, Matt Saddle. No. Max Caster. No. Uh, Michael Nakazawa. Definitely not. Michael Miro. Miro, yes. That's 13. Two more. No. And we got. Hold on. <laughs> and, and we had quite a list to go. Right. Um, MJF. Yes. That's 14. Um, so, I'm going to just go I'm going to just go off the ones I'm going to think you say no to. Um, Nick, coming right off of the, of the factory. Right. Um, Paul White. Right. No. Um, Powerhouse Hobbs. No, but... Head of the Dark Order. No. I know if he, 
spots. Yeah. Um, Peter Avalon, Keith Marshall. No, no. Oh, I wrote a poem about Keith Marshall when you get, when you get done. <laughs> um, Sean Dean, no. definitely. Oh, Sean Spears. No. Sunny Kiss. No. Uh, Stu Grayson. No. Um, the Blade. No. The Butcher. No. Trick. No. And Wardlow. No. Well, actually, you know what? Wardlow. I like Wardlow. You know what? Hold on. Who I didn't mention. Who who I didn't mention. Sting. This is your last spot. This is your last spot. Sting. No. Scorpio Sky. No. Santana. No. Guevara. No. Jimmy Guevara. Ricky Starks. I like Ricky Starks. I like Ricky Starks too. Who else? Who else? He's the he's the Russell. Ray Luka. Phoenix. No. Penta El Zero. No. Um. Pac. Mm, no. Wait, wait, wait. Ortiz. No. Orange Cassidy. Wait, I got two more. Nick Jackson and Malachi Black. It's between Orange Cassidy and Ricky Starks to me. Wow. Uh, love for no, no, I would go Ricky Starks. Over Orange Cassidy? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, Orange Cassidy has grown on me, but he's not over more over to me than Ricky Starks is. I, I pop every time I see Ricky Starks, whether he does a run-in, an interview, a wrestling match, whatever. Wow. Yeah, so that's that's my fifteen. I see. Yeah, that's that's a pretty yeah. cool experiment. Yeah. But like you said, if you now if you expanded this out to like thirty or twenty five, then you have more you have yeah, more I would have like Lil Hobbs in there. I definitely have Orange Cassie in there. Um uh probably two or three more people that I'm not thinking about right now. A couple more of the tag team people would make it. But yeah, if you're just talking about we need 15 of our best guys, yeah, uh, I think that's the 15 best guys right there. Alright, so we got 23 on the women's side. Oh my god, we're, we're doing this again. This is this, 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 <laughs> this, this, this the women. This is the women. So you have your top Women on so we're going what 10 since it's only 20. I will say, say 10 for women, okay. All right, Abaddon, no, Bunny, no, Anna J, yes, that's one, Big Swole, yeah, that's two, Randy Rhodes, no, <laughs> Brit Breaker, DMD, oh, you know, that's a given, that's three, um. Emi Sakura Emi Sakura No Close um, Hakari Shida Holy Shida of course Shida's over with the crowd Alright so that's four That's four that's Yeah. Four. Jay Cargill Of course That's five That's a Samuel Kalunga uh, Before it was popular He told us about that He I said hey, her. I told you about him <laughs> He was, like, okay, he was like, Jay Cargill, just keep an eye out on her. 
What? <laughs> I brought her shirt too. What? What? I brought. Um, she has a shirt. What shirt too? Oh. Um, Jamie Hader. I like Jamie Hader. Yeah, we'll put her in there. For Statlander. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Statlander so, fan. That's seven. Oh. Wait, hold up. One, Jeez, work. two, three, four, five. Six, seven. Okay. Even with it, Statlander. That's Statlander eight. is number seven. So you said no to Jamie Hader. I said no to Jamie Hader. Okay. All right. That's seven. All right. Don't be a um, hater, Don. <laughs> <laughs> we have three more to go, so we got. So I'm gonna just performers that you might say no to. Um, Levia Bates. Right. Layla H- Layla Hirsch. Right, close though. All right, um, Rebel, Rebel for sure. Um, Rio. Yeah, nah, Rio's had her time. Are you asking who's over or who's? No, I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm the ones you might who are you definitely gonna say no to. Oh, okay. Because I'm gonna say like Rebel was like in the world. Oh, no, 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 no. Serena D. Ooh. She she's in, she's on the roster. Yeah, yep. yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm gonna go with Serena D. I'm gonna add her in my in my top ten. We yeah, right, she's in my personal eight. So we got um, Yuka Nakazaki. Yuka Nakazaki. No. <laughs> okay. So we got left. I would just go off to this, and you just you got two to pick from. Yep. Um, yep. Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Thunder Rosa, Tay Conti, Ruby Soho, uh, Red Velvet, Nala Rose, and Penelope Ford. Uh, it's got to be uh, Thunder Rosa. Out of, out of all those, out of all those for me, it would be, th- it would be uh, Thunder Rosa. Yeah, Thunder Ford. Rosa and Ruby. And I can, I think I'm gonna see. We're gonna see a Thunder Rosa and Ruby fight. Um, sooner than later. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're, they're they're holding off on that one. So that right. oh, you're, you're hold off on that one. I think that Britt Baker and Ruby Soho is going to probably have the full gear. But I'm trying to I'm trying to get the full gear. Like I, I want to go. Where's it going to be? They haven't announced it. No, they haven't. They haven't. They they got they announced it. They they just got rid of the venue. They, it might be some. They said somewhere in the Midwest. Oh okay. Yeah, they. Well, it's close to my birthday, and I want to talk Pace Trainer in the going with me. Yeah, they had to change the date. They put it no, on because Saturday. Saturday. Uh, UFC and the boxing. Yeah, right. UFC and boxing are having something, so they moved it back. You know what happened? The last time I had a, a, a boxing and a, um, a wrestling event on a Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, if you were trying to do both, you missed the boxing. You definitely missed the boxing. Vince was like, "I'm holding you hostage." Right here. Yeah, that was an experiment. I, I was kind of surprised at some of the names that you left off on on both sides. You know. Yeah, like I said, uh, you got. Be- said she said top fifteen. I was like, okay, that's that's that's, that's, that's how we get, we're gonna get this a run at night. <laughs> yeah, but I, I like that because it makes you value people like the young the younger people like you know what I'm saying you can have six or eight of the veteran veterans, but then the rest of that 15 needs to be your young guys that are 
right underneath them, but still can command the main events, you know? Dang, Dante Martin, no, Dante Martin got got you know he he he's, he's number he it, he would be in the top 25 or 30 but not okay. 15 <laughs> not 15 i mean 15 is like mega star power like you know what i'm saying it's like the top half of your your your, your roster here so you know basically that's the people who going to be on dynamite you know what i'm saying on a consistent basis those 15 people and once you say no can do um <laughs> on dark or dark elevation, dark, dark elevation, or just come through and have you know matches on dynamite to build them up into. So, like, basically, what I would do is go through the cycle, get to the pay per view, and then once you knock out half of your 15, bring up seven, eight more people to replace those 15. You know what I'm saying? Give, give a new set of people a chance to break into that 15. Because if you just have the same fifteen, then you're gonna run into WCW in the you know towards the end, where it's like you know same people holding the belt, same people on TV, all the young people feeling like no matter what they do, how good they are, they can't get through the ceiling because all the old people do is just holding main event spots. Yep, and he was talking about that. Um, it's like they had, it was a meme going up that said. They had a, 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 a jungle boy that said, um, um, that, that look you that look for that look on that look on your face when you see that with the new talent sign, you'll be no way to need a title. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but their real thing that they got to work on though, because they're beginning to get more and more into the forefront of the wrestling consciousness, though, is they got to do better by black people and they got to do better by women. And until they can figure out that mix, they're not going to be the company that they're striving out to be. And then, I mean, Cody said, Cody said there's going to be more diversity on the pay per view and I mean, in the company. And what we saw was the only black men that wrestled on the pay per view was in the buy in. And you had the only black women that wrestled in the show was on the Casino Royal L. And they all got eliminated with their minutes of each other. Mm-hmm. So why did Red Velvet get booed? I heard there was a reason for it. Who got booed? Red Velvet. They said that they booed that. Oh, whoever. well, they booed her in Pittsburgh when she wrestled Britt Baker. Oh, is that why? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, they said they, they booed her in the, in the casino in the casino battle royale. Oh, I don't know about that. I, I, I when you're watching, when we watch it in the spaces, I don't have my sound turned all the way up just to not blow people out but yeah that's that's their that's that's their that's their basically that's their kryptonite right now is it's just too dude bro heavy on the main program and you're not getting enough representation of women and singles black talent uh they're they're doing a decent job with the black talent in the women's division but it's still not enough tv time for the women as a whole uh, they don't do a good job of having three or four multiple segments like a NXT does or or SmackDown or something like that for, for women. Even though a lot of people caught, had a lot of issues with SmackDown last week because they didn't have a women's match. Nope. Yeah. So, but that was fun. Going through that roster like that, that was fun. So, um, WWE and Netflix 
uh, doing a um, interactive movie sort of thing event with um, New Day trying to escape um, The Undertaker. <laughs> okay. Xavier Woods finds any way he can to rub elbows with The Undertaker, doesn't he? Yeah. So basically, it was kind of like um, that Black Mirror thing they did years ago where you kind of you decide the fate of the people in the movie and everything by choosing certain parts that, that pops up when, when it prompts you. So Van Lizette, um basically was saying that she did, um, wanted to do a live tweet and I said we probably do it in the spaces. So I guess we're going to connect with her to get that get that together and we'll let y'all know when that's going down. So we're not just oh we just we're not we we like wrestling content um here people. <laughs> yeah we try to have some other fun stuff going on here at the WrestleCast and the Rawcast. Uh, any more news you got? Um well, really nothing going on. The main thing that was going on was the stuff that we talked about. Yeah, the, the 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 footsteps of AEW getting a lot closer and louder to WWE after this past weekend, man. People are just over the moon with this pay per view. A lot of laps fans have, you know, basically like I'm all in on all on AEW. Like I'm Wednesday, I'm showing up and I'm gonna be here consistently. People who have been like. Yeah, I've been kind of on the outside looking in. Or after the pay per view, are like, okay, I'm all in now. So they 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 definitely hit a home run this past weekend with everything that they did. Um, also, with the uh, Sam, what do you think about this forbidden door thing? Uh, oh, what now? The forbidden door where AEW is working with TNA and New Japan. It's like, and, um, oh, okay. I, I was like, like the only one leaving the door open. <laughs> I was like, I was like, how do you know I went to that club? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, hey, it's uh, it's it, it is interesting that uh, New Japan, who has always been like loyal and faithful to whatever brands they're with, just decided to just to dissolve things with ROH and go with AEW. Well, and and to think about it, AEW is the bigger ROH with the better TV. No, no, I understand that. It's just like, like you know, they, they they're always loyal to whoever they work with him they just told ROH alright we're out yeah well ROH was going through a lot of scandal with a lot of their personnel too so oh yeah with the whole Kelly Klein thing yeah and yeah. The Me Too and, and Marty Skull getting the Booker title and then oh did he oh yeah, wow all that. Yeah, he, yeah he got the super deal from ROH and then he got caught up in the Me Too and they was like oh nah player we can't do that no more that's the one person that I'm surprised hasn't showed up in AEW, oh, yeah. but he, I guess he's just too hot for TV. Uh, just like um, I was, I was listening. They were talking about people in, in the crowd at AEW during the Casino Battle Royale. They were talking about half the crowd was chanting, "We want Tessa." The other crowd chanting, "No, we don't." Because <laughs> uh, she, she's been under under some fire too. Oh yeah, she's problematic, and she probably got a lot of heat with people in that locker room. It might not go so well for her. Might not go so well for her. Uh, did you check out the Empower, the the women's joint, Mickey James's joint? 
No, because like unless it's something I could just like look at, I'm not gonna go out of my way to like find something. The only reason I found NWA uh... sounds very familiar, doesn't it, Mo? Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason I found, I found the uh, yeah the pay per view, the actual pay per view, was because like someone had just like posted a link for me. Oh, okay, I got you. But it's just like I don't know, like I don't even watch their show because you have to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. Illegally. My dog doesn't watch no more. <laughs> Yeah, man. Well, I mean, you could watch it on YouTube like two weeks later, but you know, you're getting that re recycled uh, content. But um, if I heard that MLW might be trying to get on Vice, they are on Vice. I've seen I've seen their show on there. Oh, they're on Vice. Okay. Yeah. So might be getting read up. Do you know what time, what day it comes on? I don't know. I was like, look, I was scanning around the channels one day because I had nothing to watch and. I saw that it, it, I think it comes on like really late though. Oh, okay. Damn. Make it on Saturdays though, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Now, see, that, that could possibly work. I need a time though. But yeah, I, I really want to try to get, if the if I got room to squeeze in one more hour of wrestling, it would probably be MLW out of everything. Now, is it actually Fusion or is it like that other show they do? I don't know yet because they were supposed to be trying to like re bring back. Lucha Underground in some sense of form or fashion. Because they got Dario Cueto and everything. Oh, word? Where? MLW? Yeah. Oh, snap. I need to check this out. <laughs> I, 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 mean, I, I mean, I guess he was out of soap operas to do, I guess. <laughs> That's kind of what, what that actor does. Yeah, so Court Bauer scooped him back up and was like, yo, what a ass to well, The one he brought back up, uh, he'll work this, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Mill Murtis. And then old, old King Quirno is on uh it's on NXT. Yeah, yeah. Feuding with the hit row. Feuding with um kill shot. <laughs> as uh as uh as Cornet called him uh, the Lucha suits. <laughs> uh but yeah, man, uh, big ups to Lucha Underground, man, because they definitely saved a lot of people uh, from like having like no jobs. Even though they did have some messed up contracts, and they had to do a lot of wrangling to get out of those contracts once the TV kind of started going down. But they definitely gave a lot of talent a place to to go and shine, and allowed them to get signed up by you know the other larger promotions. Um, mm-hmm. So definitely is a probably would go down as an unsung hero when it comes when people look back over this decade of it, wrestling. It, it's kind of weird because like in a vacuum some of their talent was like I really really liked some of their talent like on Helico and uh and the other guy. Mm-hmm. And but then like watching him in AEW I'm like these guys suck. <laughs> yeah well I don't know man. I don't know what it is. Um maybe just because they have maybe a Jack little... Evans, there you go, that guy. Yeah maybe they have a little I, I mean I think it was because like Michelle Underground was heavily edited. Right, and maybe they have a little less quality control in AEW than Lucha Underground at times. Right, but we will see, man. the The landscape has changed. The horizon has changed. Uh, there's still people out there for AEW to presumably snatch up coming up within around. Uh, we'll talk about maybe one or two more towns. Like October, November, some people should be coming up. Uh, their 90 days should be up for their non-competes for WWE so they can come to wherever they want to go. A lot of people were maybe expecting Lana to show up 
or or expecting Lana to show up at some point because her ninety days right. was up. Um, like if they gonna show up, nah, no, she didn't. <laughs> yeah, she couldn't. She wouldn't have made an impact on on that show with all that power, that star power they had come out there, man. I, I kind of want Liv to go over and tag with Ruby again. Yeah, but, but I know Ruby's doing her single thing, singles thing, though. Yeah, that would be fun. Well, I, I always thought that Ronda Rousey took Ruby Riot's title shot and maybe title run. Because it looked you think like, so? yeah, because it looked like she was getting yeah, get it run. looked like they was heating, they were heating Ruby Riot up. She was always like right on the edge, and then Ronda came in, and it was just like, oh, we're putting Ronda over everybody. Exactly. Is that we have we have to push her? You're like, why? Yeah, even if it means we <laughs> sacrifice Alexa Bliss and the rest of her career. So I wanted to bring up one thing before we got out of here. Um, I guess, I know you guys talked about you probably got, you guys you guys probably talked about the passing of a uh, Daphne, Daphne Younger. Oh, we did, we did, we did. We did. Where'd you brought that up? Um, yeah, yeah just, on the uh, broadcast. We did on the uh, dark match uh, last week, but that was only for the patrons. They they got a chance to hear our thoughts because Carl Anderson was being an ass. And so we oh, yeah, he, he was a big fucking dick for that one. Yeah, so we kind of tied that all in together. But your thoughts, sir? Yeah, I was a I was a huge fan. Like, I mean, the first time I saw her was uh, hanging out with old uh, David Flair and them, being part of that group. Um, yeah, and then I followed her career after that. She went to she went to go train with Dusty actually after leaving WCW, and she became a pretty uh, pretty okay wrestler. Um, did the thing in ROH with a CM Punk, but eventually got over to TNA where she was like, I think she was like Sarah Palin Malkoff, the governess or something. I don't know if you guys, oh, you, you guys probably weren't around for that. No. I remember she went, I remember she did go over to um, TNA. I do remember she was over there. Yeah, and, um, she was also, she was just also just plain old Daphne. But uh, yeah, I think I think Kong was the one who messed up her back because I think Kong put a put a move on her that injured her for a while, and I think she never wrestled again after that. And then she kind of sank into a bit of a depression. She started doing she started hosting the Shine shows when Shine became a thing. And yeah, because we was in the spaces last week, and somebody kept was saying, you know, somebody needs to check on um, Daphne, and he was like. You know, he was like, I don't know if it's serious or not, but, you know, somebody to check on him. And then, next thing you know, that that news was, you know. No, um, I I was part of her, like, uh, little thing, blog thing that she had, like, about a year and a half ago. And uh, she was in pretty bad shape then. Like, she was doing, like, live shows and just, you know, hanging out. Doing live, you know, watching wrestling and you know, just chatting or whatever. And then um, she would disappear for months. And then she would just pop up and say, "Oh, I had a falling out with my roommate. Now I have to had to move somewhere else." And this and that. And she would constantly just put up stories, just like the most depressing stories. Um, she would talk about how like she all she wants is like for her father to love her or something. Just like really, really bad stuff. And like I was not having a great time in my personal life at the time so i had to dip on that just because like it wasn't good for my mental health either but uh, right. yeah and i never really got to check back in on her i actually met her a couple of times she's a really really sweet girl and um yeah and then i heard about that 
she she was in bad shape and she put up that message or whatever. And then I think the next morning is when Pace Turner like told me the bad news and I was like, dang, like I this was gonna happen eventually I think, but if only I don't know if, if anything could have stopped it, but it was just like a really sad moment. This is why they try to um, it's like WWE. They just told that talent, you know, hey, um, you know, for your mental health needs, we'll you know cover that for you. And Jake Atlas had basically said, you know, WWE saved his life because of that. You know. Right. They paid for his mental health and everything, so his mental health services that he needed, and you know, that was a good move for them. But then Carl Anderson, you know, being that person talking about um Yeah, that it's just like oh it's a boat's just a bunch of bullshit or whatever. So oh, that the company sucks. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, um no, yeah, but I was a huge fan. When I when I shut my personal website down in two thousand one, like I put up a picture of her like on a against like a, a background and I just kept it up and it's still up there. Like if you go to my if you go to my website with my name, samuelcomunga.com, it's still there. Like I've not moved that since two thousand one. Wow, that's twenty years, bro. Yeah. Oh man, don't remind me. I'm not now I feel old. <laughs> It's 20 years, man, but, you know, but this is unfortunate that this is the fate for many of many of the wrestlers that we've grown up and watched, you know, if it isn't, you know, the mental health aspect of it, it's other things that, that, that happens as well, and but I always try to say, you know, these companies need to do better by their wrestlers, you know, like, if they need time off, give them time off, don't um, try to force them to, you know, keep doing all those shows out of the year because like you hear about how many shows they were doing out of the year with especially WWE doing double shots and things like that it was like you tired of them too so that's why I just like you know you know you out there wrestling take care of yourself always right yeah man it's just a sad situation like you said last week it was just kind of going down in real time and uh, that's probably the scariest part about it is that, you know what I'm saying, people were making calls and trying to, um, you know, prevent what the tragedy that happened, uh, prevent it. And, you know, they just weren't unable to. And that, I think that's the saddest part about it, you know, is that everybody was scrambling, trying to prevent something that eventually still happened. So. Um, I'm like you, Sam. I remember her more from her WCW days running around with David Flair and uh, Crowbar and those guys and just, um, you know, just breaking in and unfortunately WCW, you know, going away and just one of those young talents. Yeah. Like, What's going to happen to her? Because, you know, she, yeah, she wasn't she wasn't part of the buyout. Like, they released her, like, uh, the month before. Right. All that happened. So she didn't actually get to read from any of those benefits. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah, there was only a few people who got to uh, who got to who got to buy out or who got to just sit at home with that guaranteed. And that was like, certainly that money that yeah. fit those big contracts. Yeah, like oh, I got three years left on this four million dollar contract. I'm good. And just sit right here at the house and collect all my money and not take no bumps. Yeah, right. Yeah. Here comes Rick. <laughs> 
All right, guys. So I'm gonna turn it over first to Mr. Samuel Kalunga for his shout outs and thank yous. Uh, shout out to you guys, of course. Um, shout out to all the WrestleCast family. Uh, shout out to OMGX Nikki and all the rest of Team 127 on Twitch. Uh, yeah, I think that's I think that's about it. All right. Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese, your shout outs. Thank you, sir. Uh, shout out to Sam for joining us. That's a great, um, great welcome addition, and you know, on the show always. Um, shout out to you, Dawn. Another week, another show. This one we actually had some great content to talk about, so I'm glad that we got to, we got through with that, and we weren't really, you know. It was like it wasn't really the doldrum that we do with Monday Night Raw. It was actually some stuff, good stuff that was going on. Right. Um, shout out to all our peeps, um, everybody who was on the um, network as well. Uh, Semi Jade, um, and Wastel and Terry's boy. Um, shout out to um, Sean and Dwayne. Um, shout out to everybody who be in the spaces with us. Everybody who in the live tweets with us. Shout out to one of my followers, um, Creo Bunny, who hopped up in the spaces tonight and you know talked to us for a little bit while we was watching NXT. She came there saying that the Undertaker was the best that ever did it, and <laughs> it was a nice, nice little spirited conversation that kind of um, went on for those few minutes and everything. She wanted to say bye, but she said we was talking and she didn't want to be rude and interrupt us. I said, "You could have said bye. We would have said bye back to you." <laughs> There, you know, always good when we get people coming in and they just, you know, talking and we just kind of just talk about, you know, if you watch the new product, this is who you made like, you know. <laughs> yeah, we have a, a lot of, you know, the Laps fans are, are starting to hear about some of their favorites wrestling and they're starting to, their interest is starting to be peaked again about, you know, what's going on, who's this, who's that. And like you said, we kind of got to give them a little guide about, okay, here's who you definitely would like of the new crowd since, you know, you're, you know, an Attitude Era type, right. you know, fan or whatever. That's your, you know, height of your fandom. So, yes, you're going to have to get used to, you know, this, these new crowd of people. But here it was like, she's like, I heard they were twins. And first, we, the first thought came with the Bell Twins. And I was like, no. But then somebody said, she could be talking about. The Usos, I was like, Oh, yeah, she might we she might would um make Roman, she might say Roman's a tribal chief, <laughs> yeah, definitely for sure, definitely for sure. Yeah, yeah it's always cool when we got people come in and we can just you know say, Hey, this is what's going on, you know. I know you've been watching some years, but this is what's going on now, this is who the, the current crop is. I said, If you watch AEW, you might be like kind of upset that Jay Cargill is not getting much more of a push on the TV as she should, though. So. That's it for me. All right. Well, i first like to thank Mr. Samuel Kalunga for joining us here. It's been such a long time since we had a chance to chop it up with him here on the podcast. So always great to hear his commentary with Cutler. Glad to just check in with him. He's doing well. Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. Definitely appreciate you, sir. All the hard work you do putting in uh, for the shows, uh, running the spaces when I'm not available. Um, and just being a, 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 just an ultimate utility player, I definitely appreciate you so much. A uh, shout out to Greg. Hopefully, he's feeling better. Shout out to Miss Didi Jonay. Shout out to Miss Jade to the Max. Shout out to Miss Simi. Again, you can catch me and Miss Simi. Our review of AEW 
all out over on the Patreon page coming up this weekend. So check that out as we are going to record that in a couple of days. Shout out to Miss Simi as well as she will be in the building for the MSG Super Show for WWE on Friday night. Her very first ever live event. So I cannot wait to talk to her pre and post uh, show. So it should be a lot of fun the next couple of days getting her thoughts and um, just shout out to everybody like Mo said who's joining us in spaces shout out to everybody who's using the hashtag Rawcast, Smackdown Matters NXT cast, Dynamite cast uh, everybody who joined us for the hashtag All Elite cast uh, live tweet for All Out we definitely appreciate it uh, all the Wrestle Bays, members of the globe, Miss Jupiter Julep you're going to get you liking Carmelo Hayes sooner or later somehow by hook or by crook um, Madam Lizette, Miss V so everybody continue to just keep supporting the WrestleCast, keep showing up in spaces, retweet the shows, give us those five stars, you know, help us get the word out of what we're doing over here on the CSPN. You can always go to CSPN.us, click on the tab at the top of the screen that says keep our podcast free to help the podcast uh, stay free each and every week. Do some shopping with Amazon. You can also buy some merch. Check out the Teespring link in the description of the podcast episodes where you can get your you know, Rawcast, the SmackDown Matters shirts over there, some mugs and things like that. So, uh, you know, Mr. Motet underscore Reese says I do a poor job of plugging the merch. So I'm going to start putting that back in for him. So, you know, do that. Go to your favorite wrestler shows and represent the WrestleCast. So for my co-host, Mr. Motet underscore Reese, and our special guest, Mr. Samuel Kalunga, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been The Rawcast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. You know what, Becky? That championship was more to me than just a title. It was a part of me for 132 days, and it etched my name in the WWE history book. So that moment at SummerSlam, it keeps replaying over and over again in my head. So let's talk about it. I had come so far. I had accomplished so much, and I lost all of that in 26 seconds. I did. But you know what? I'm not afraid to admit that I was embarrassed because how it all went down, it was embarrassing and I'm still hurt. But I stand in that. Because that's the truth, that's my truth. And what I won't do is build myself up by bringing another woman down and I will never make excuses for myself. But girl, uh-uh, you don't know me. So let me explain it to you so that you can fully understand why they call me the EST of WWE. See, <laughs> See last week I showed that I was the strong S when I beat three of the women. And while you were away, I showed that I was the fast S, as in the fastest rising superstar. And I will bounce back because I am the tough S. And when I take back that title and become the SmackDown Miss Championship, I will be known as the Great S. And that's just straight facts. See, because you wouldn't give me my rematch, so I went and earned it like every single thing that I do. So it's 
it's not a matter of if, it's a question of when. So, I mean, Rowan, he's defending his championship tonight, and you call yourself a, 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 a big-time Bex? So how about you show up and you show out since you're doing all of this, and how about you do the same thing as Roman tonight?